I'm a giant when I step Ballin' like the Jets, starting jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the Pats, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk What is up, GNT Nation? The NFL Draft is three weeks from tonight. And those of you who don't know, Julian and I will be live from the Kona Grill here in sunny Tampa, Florida to have that NFL Draft live just for you guys streaming through all of our services. So, GNT Nation, it's another edition of GNT Sports Talk Mock Draft Special. It's your boy, Bobby Thompson. What's up, brother? Brother, what's going on? And we finally get to break that news. I was freaking driving to the Yankees game. Got a little slack for that um, little story. No, I guess I kind of shouldn't be doing that. But driving, breaking the story with Sam Darnold. You call me when I'm driving. Darnold trades to Carolina. We give, we get the second round pick. We get a fourth round in 2022. And then we get a sixth this year. So it's the second and fourth in 22, we're going to get a six this year, three picks. At first, you had me scared because you said it was two fours. I was like, that's the worst trade ever. But now I love it. You know, some people aren't are trying are getting little colds on Wilson. I've, I kind of feel like people have gotten colds on him since Sam's gotten traded. I know a lot of us are hype, but I think people are looking for a reason for us to fail now that Donald's not there. They're like, oh, Wilson's a bust. He's a one-year wonder. Now I'm hearing a lot of things I didn't hear before Donald was traded. And now they're talking about the shoulder, but they're saying it's okay. Um, Rich Tamini said the Jets are 100% okay with his shoulder and everything checks out with the medicals in 2019. So what have you heard? Well, what I've heard is, you know what, like you're going to get a lot of people that are going to really bash this. You're hearing a lot of people bash Sam. And here's the thing with this. The thing is, is that Sam Darnold, we all know that he was not going to be the Jets quarterback. When Joe Douglas took this job, He wants a team that he builds. Sam Darnold is not the guy he wanted. He inherited Sam Darnold from McCognan. So we all knew. And when the Jets had the worst record this year and when they had the first overall pick and then they won the game against the Rams, still can't believe that happened. And then they get the second overall pick. It was evident that they were going to get one of the best quarterbacks in this year's draft. But I can tell you this is that Sam Darnold – In my opinion, I will say this. He was never given a fair shot. Uh, He was never given a great offensive line. His weapons were subpar other than Robbie Anderson, who he's going to team up with again, and he's going to light it up because him and Robbie Anderson had tremendous report. So that's going to get picked back up in Carolina. But he was never given the protection. The weapons weren't always there, and he couldn't stay healthy. And then when he was in, yes, he did throw a lot of bad interceptions at the end. But in my opinion, I feel like he always got, and forgive my language, he always got the shit end of the stick. But you know what? I think it was beneficial for both parties involved that everybody wanted a uh, fresh start. Now, with the injury, what you're talking about, I haven't heard anything about that. But I will say the return for Sam Darnold was fair. Get a fourth rounder, a sixth rounder, a second rounder next year, and a fourth rounder. Great haul. You guys have a bunch 
of draft capital within these next two seasons. And I've said this to you guys. I said this to you off air, brother. I said that you guys are set for the next few years to build a monster roster, both on offense and defense. And that's what you're going to do. It's going to be there. You guys are going to build some, you got a new head coach. That's a no nonsense type of guy who's going to get the best out of his players. Oh, and by the way, you guys still have 30 million in cap space to spend this year. If you want to add some more free agents and next year, you're going to be one of the top teams with cap space as well, because cap space is going to go up. So Jets fans and brother, I know you're happy. They should be happy. But as we all know that all right now, it's he say, she say until we see it on the field and see how it goes first. But all I could say is things are looking up for the New York Jets. So you guys should be very happy right now. And Patriots fans like me should look at this and say, shit. I'm, I'm really excited, brother. You know what? Let's break down Sam Darnold's career with the Jets. Let's go through the numbers and then. We're going to, I think we already explored Zach Wilson's numbers, but now we really have to again because there is no way in the world the Jets are not drafting Zach Wilson. People are trying to say there's still a chance for Fields. No, there isn't. It's Zach Wilson over here. We already saw the situation with Sal and Douglas basically already saying, come over. Steve Young has already said that he's coming over here. Joe Douglas didn't even deny it. He said Steve Young's pretty well connected at BYU when it was brought up. So come on now. I mean, everything's pretty damn clear here to me. But for Sam, I mean, it's a sad story. You know, I kind of feel bad. I still do that. I, I almost feel bad how excited I was. That he was traded. If that makes sense, because like I had a lot of love for him. I did. I really thought he could have been the answer at one point. Very nice kid. He did nothing wrong. He except make the same mistakes with the football. But other than that, he was a model citizen. He held his head up high through a lot of bullshit. And yeah, sorry for the cursing, but the Jets just always do a bunch of nonsense. So I couldn't hold that one back because being a Jets fan is it's just terrible. And this last decade has been nothing but nonsense and a revolving door with coaches, quarterbacks, GMs. Now, in fact, I'm going to say this. It's time to reset again. That's it. This is what I've been saying. You've been agreeing with me. Because Dar- Darnold, the problem with Darnold is if he sucked, what were the Jets going to do? If he didn't have it next year, they would have been screwed. Because they were not going to get back in the chance to get a pick this high. I mean, do they have the assets to go up and get their guy? Yes, they do. But who's coming out next year It's going to be like Zach Wilson? I have no idea. Um, I don't know what the free agent market looks like or what quarterback the Jets could trade for if Darnold stinks because if he couldn't do it, he, they were not going to pay him if he sucked flat because they weren't going to pay him the $20 million. So that's why they decided to do this now to get ahead of it. Um, the upside and Zach Wilson gives Joe Douglas a chance to reset the clock completely as a GM because, as you said, McCagnan picked him. Douglas has basically wiped the entire roster clean in a two-year period. Oh, remember that huge uh, poster they used to have, like when they switched the jerseys? All those players are basically gone, except CJ Mosley. I don't even know if anyone else has left. And CJ's only here because his contract's immovable and he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, exactly. 100%, bro. You see, you look at that um, poster with the new jerseys. They had Le'Veon Bell, they had Robbie Anderson, they had Sam Darnold, they had. Mosley's still on it. Mosley's the only one left. And yeah, he has remade this roster because he inherited it. He did not uh, build it himself. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to build something that he wants the Jets to look like, both offensively and defensively. And we've seen his approach 
to free agency is, you know what, he will pay, but he won't be overly aggressive, but he wants to build through the draft. That's what a lot of teams do is build through the draft. He's gotten a lot of draft capital. He got rid of Jamal Adams. You guys got a first round pick. You have two this year. You've guys gotten rid of Le'Veon Bell. You need a running back. You replace him with Tevin Coleman, who you guys should have signed two years ago, who would have been perfect for you guys. But, uh, um, the one thing with the Jets is things are, like I said, things are looking up. This team has a lot of capital, a lot of upside, a lot of great things. And, you know, it's going to be something. It really is. I mean, we're going to see the Jet. I think the cat's out of the bag. They're going with Zach Wilson at number two. Uh, Joe Douglas was mushing over him during his pro day. His pro day was tremendous at BYU. Yep, he did say the bringing up Steve Young with BYU, of course. And you know what? You could say Zach Wilson's playing style is just like Steve Young. So we'll see what happens. And you know what? The Jets did sign a, a, a lineman today for some depth to what they're trying to do. They still have a long ways to go, but things are looking up. 100%, brother. Uh, Zach Wilson's going to be the pick. He's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. We talked about where in the world is this? Um, oh, did I? Oh, what the? Fuck? Wait, what? I'm back, brother. My my, Bobby. Yeah, I'm right here, brother. Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. No. Um, I'm back. I don't. That was a little technical difficulty, I guess. So yeah, I'm excited for Zach. Um, we could go into his numbers again. Why not? Um, do we have Wilson's forty time? Wilson's 40 time. I don't believe he, I, Did he I don't, run one. I don't, I don't think he ran one. I'll look it up right now, but, uh, I, don't I see think, a four, eight, four. I don't know how true that is. Though, let's say, I think ESPN. He, this was like a while ago though. This is 2018. So, well, well, I do have one actually, uh, Zach Wilson. It says that, uh, let's see, Zach Wilson. It said something I'm reading right now is that, um, Believe it or not, I'm trying to confirm this because they did say BYU, uh, Zach Wilson running a 40 time. Forgive me, guys, for this. Um, it did not. I don't. I don't see a 40 time for for him. I I don't. I don't see one as of right now. I mean, it's. I I think he runs fast. Um. But it is saying by scouts that he's not as fast as people think he is. So um, the one thing, yeah, it says his 40 was a 484. That's what I see. Okay, so we'll go with that. And that's like he's not like he's not like that fast, but like he can pick up some yards running. Like he'll get the job done. Like, but he's mobile. He can buy time. He can do his rollouts very well. He's been Rogers and Mahomes is too high of praise. I've said that I'm not going to go there. I mean, that's just foolishness to me. Like he's really good. Okay. But I'm not comparing him to the two best quarterbacks right now. Um, I just need to, it's just too early for that. Honestly, like I'd love that to be the case, obviously, even if he's like a fraction of what they are. That would be fantastic. So let's go through Wilson and Darnold. Um, Wilson, then Darnold, I guess. So Wilson was 33 touchdowns, three picks. You know, they'll talk about the competition, the bad game against Coastal Carolina, but we've seen small schools, quarterbacks come out and be good. You know, Carson Wentz is a little rough, but Tony Romo is a good example. Um, there's various people that have come from slow names, low name schools and um, it turns out to be great. So 
Zach Wilson at 33 touchdowns and three picks. I don't care what competition you're playing. It's pretty damn good. His quarterback rating is close to 200. His yards near 4,000. Um, completion percentage, 73 and a half. So, again, this guy is very accurate. The one thing I used to hear was that his short passing accuracy was a big problem. But we'll see if that's a thing. I don't know how you feel about that. And it was deep balls, tremendous. His release point fits the Jets' new offense perfectly. And it's a much better fit than Justin Fields, in my opinion. I think many other people feel that way as well. And um, I'm excited for Zach. I really am. And people say the 2019 is a down year, but he also had shoulder surgery that year. Just 11 touchdowns, nine picks, you know, didn't really get the job done that well. I'm trying to find his rushing numbers too. Let me see all of them because I do want to see the rushing numbers. So Zach is going to be good. And you know what? If he's not, you had to take this chance anyway. That's what I've been saying. I'm going to tell my dad, everyone, will listen, you can't pass on a guy with this upside right now because the Jets don't have shit right now. They have nothing. The Jets do not have a lot to work with right now except draft picks and a few young players. Their offense is a mess still. The defense is pretty good but not complete still. You know, There's nothing that really jumps off the page so much with the team right now. I mean, stuff is coming together, but it's still a long way to go. Yeah, no, you can't pass on, on somebody with this talent who could do things like this. You're going to hear the comparisons, Mahomes, Will, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. you know what? It's just his playing style, but until he gets on the field and you can see what he could do, but listen, the guy's got a rocket for an arm. He could make any throw uh, his short uh, yardage passing does need some work, but that's coachable. It is. His footwork is tremendous. I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, it bothers me that you guys are going to have him and the Patriots got to play him two times a year because he's going to do a lot of great things for you guys. But other than that, yeah, with the Jets, you had to take him. I mean, we the Jets have their pick of the litter. I mean, other than Trevor Lawrence, unless the Jaguars pulled, a, pulled the biggest surprise of the century and didn't pick – uh, Trevor Lawrence at one, then the Jets were going to get Zach Wilson, uh, uh, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields, and even Mac Jones. But I don't think that was ever in the cards. But um, the thing is, like the, the Jets are definitely getting the second best quarterback in this draft, and you'll see it. You'll see it. You know what? And rookies sometimes in their first year don't always play the best but you know what I think with this offensive line with this updated weapons and with what he could do I think you're going to see a huge improvement from what you've seen the past few years 100% brother Wilson you know what the Jets need a mobile quarterback they really do <laughs> Darnold could act, was actually not bad at it but I think Wilson could be a little better the rollouts will be better people are saying Sam makes the same throws and stuff I mean okay but how often does he really do it I feel like people are taking like a few clips and they're trying to like overanalyze this situation. Like Donald makes a few plays. I would say like one or two plays a game that you might be like, wow, that's a really good throw. But then he also comes back and makes one or two. that You're like, wow, that's a really bad throw. Like it's hard. It's, it was not a lot of consistency and he had a lot of problems around him. Like I said, I'm not fully blaming him. Could he be going to Carolina? You know what? Yeah, he might be. Is he going to be a top 10 quarterback? I don't really think so, honestly. Could he be? I think he's honestly going to be in that above average shot. I would put him in the 12 to 15 range, maybe, if he can get himself together. And I guess, I mean, maybe low top 10 if he – that's probably a ceiling, honestly. But he'll be better with McCaffrey. He'll get Robbie back, so that'll be interesting because, like, their chemistry to me 
was very up and down. Like sometimes it looked good, but the Darnold couldn't hit him deep. So I'm really wondering how Robbie's feeling about this. So we'll close the book on Sam Darnold right now. Last year, he had nine touchdowns, 11 picks. That's just absolutely terrible for your third year. As bad as Adam Gase is what we had, that, that just can't happen. That's bad. Under 60% complete, over just 2,000 yards, 12 games played. The other thing is he never plays a full season. Even with the mono, whatever it is, he never gets 16 games. He's got 13 games, 13 games, and 12 games. So that's what's going on with that. And his touchdown to interception ratio is garbage, 45 to 39, basically one for one. He's been yeah. sacked 98 times, which you don't blame him for. Although he does hold the ball a little too long sometimes, but the line's been terrible. And the reason he got injured against Denver was because he held the ball too long. He had someone open, he didn't throw it. And how many times did we see him not pull the trigger on open receivers? Um, so many times, more than you could count. It was bad. It was embarrassing, especially down the field. He would never pull the trigger on a receiver open down the field enough. No, no, he wouldn't. And that was a problem. And you know what? As a quarterback, you have to get the ball. If you don't have a dynamic offensive line, you better get that ball out quick. And that's one thing the Jets at the time when he was there, they did not have. So you can't hold on to the ball. If there's nothing there and you feel pressure, you got to either elude it or just throw the ball away and live to fight another day. But then you get live at, at least get the checkdowns going. And that's something Sam Darnold just didn't understand. And in Carolina, the offensive line is decent. I mean, it's not the best. It's got some pretty nice guys there, but he's got pretty decent weapons there, more better than what the Jets were giving him. But I will say that uh, he's going to have to change that approach. He's going to really have to uh, – get the ball out quicker with the Panthers or there's going to be a problem. That's one thing too. And yeah, I think sometimes with Sam Donald's footwork, that's another issue too. Cause sometimes his footwork isn't the best too. Yeah. That's, that's a good point too, brother, because his footwork has always been kind of sloppy. Um, he throws off his back foot, you know, his feet never seem to be set when he released the football Yep. for some reason. Like, you know what? Can Carolina and Matt rule clean him up? They might, he's a good coach rule a lot better than Adam Gase. So you know what? I'm going to wish Sam nothing but the best. I'm taking the high road. I have a lot of respect for Sam, as I told you. I'm upset it didn't work out here. It's a bust. Not a bust. Eh, is it a bust? You know what? Yeah, it's a bust. It is. You take him third overall. You trade him after three years. It's a bust. I'm sorry, Sam. I don't care what happens in Carolina. You were a bust with us. Yeah. That's just yeah, how he, it uh, is. It's, it's when you pick third overall, you're, you're uh, expected to do many great things. And with his time with the Jets, you know what? Like I said, he wasn't given his fair share of shots, but he couldn't stay healthy, um, turn the ball over too much, and it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. The Jets struck out on that again. So hopefully on this time, for Jets fans' sake, they hit a home run with Zach Wilson. No, I think they will. You know, I think it's, I'm excited. And like I said, I can't, I'm not going to fault them, but you know what? One last thing before we switch, because I know we have a lot of exciting stuff to get to. We got draft talk three weeks. We also have a fun announcement we're going to make soon and it, it pertains to this podcast. So everyone's going to want to listen into that. But the last thing I'll say is that Joe Douglas's job is on the line. Now he made that, he put himself on hot fire right now. He's been with us for two years now. Um, this is going to be his third year to six year contract. He's getting a new quarterback now. So this is all on him. Now this roster is going to be exactly what he wants. So um, that's what's going on. So yep. I'm excited for that. I really am. 
Yep, you're absolutely right, brother. His job is on the line. And if he strikes out with this, then the Jets are in trouble again. And then you got to do this process all over again. So f- for Jets fans, I'm not going to say fingers crossed for you guys because I'm not, uh, as you guys know, I'm not a Patriot. Uh, excuse me, I'm not a Jets fan. So, you know, uh, you know what I'm wishing for. I'm wishing for this all crashes and burns. But f- seeing what Joe Douglas is doing, it's really um, – it's really spectacular right now. See what he's building and it's going to be something. I will say that it's different than the past few other times. Joe Douglas is different. hundred percent brother. I agree. He's doing the right job. We have a bunch of draft picks next year. I think we have 11 this year. We have 10, I think 21 the next two years. So we're Uh loading up. I'm excited. Uh, Let's see what he can do with the new coaching staff and everything. So let's get it. Let's go Jets. It's a new day. It's a new era. Three weeks from today, we're drafting Zach Wilson second overall. Let's go, Zach. Take us to the promised land. All in. There you go, brother. There you go. I love it. Uh, Yep. Everybody knows that that's going to happen. So that would be the second overall pick for the Jets. But brother, what do you say we uh, get into our mock draft 2.0? We did our first one. What do you say we give everybody what they want to hear? Our mock draft. We did this last year as well. Let's see what we got for a second mock draft. You ready? Absolutely, brother. Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to start off and Number one with the Jaguars. I think we all know who they're taking, and mine's the same. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence first overall to the Jaguars. Yeah, 100%, brother. That's a slam dunk. It's about as clean cut as you can have it. And then second overall, obviously, we just talked about it. So, Zach Wilson. Okay, there we go. So, your your number one overall pick, I think we could agree, is Lawrence. 100%. Okay, so number two. Go ahead. Again, let's hear it. Zach Wilson, baby. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Do I go out and buy the jerseys like a fool? You know what I might? Because I don't got no jerseys no more. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Yep, I agree with Julian. Uh, Jets get Zach Wilson number two overall. And do you buy the jersey like a fool? You go out and buy the jersey. I don't think you'll be a fool, <laughs> but you will go out and buy that jersey. Yes, you will. And he will wear number one. So there you go. So number three uh, is the 49ers. They made that trade with the Dolphins and move down. And there's a lot of speculation with this pick, who they're going to get. Obviously, it's for a quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo isn't their long-term answer. But what quarterback, you might add? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of reports. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you, Jules. I got the 49ers taking Mac Jones third overall. And I'll tell you real quick why. Kyle Shanahan loves this guy. Lynch loves this guy. They love what he brings. He's the type of quarterback that Kyle Shanahan likes. He could do a lot of things. And it's tough for him to, for me, it's crazy that he's passing on Lance and uh, Fields. But Mac Jones is very good as well. But third overall, to me, it's crazy. But it's not overly impossible. I'm going to go with what I'm hearing. I think Mac Jones to the 49ers is a done deal. Okay, that's an interesting one. You know, I've heard that um, it's been very, very um, interesting. A lot of people are saying it's a reach. So, no, I've heard Kyle Shanahan likes him a lot. Um, they, some might think it's too high, like I said. It's, um, it's interesting. So, I'm going to say Trey Lance, <laughs> Justin Fields. It's going to be – I think Mac Jones, too, though. I really think that's going to be it. And then Jimmy G might end up going right back to you, brother. Because if they do Mac Jones – um, they 
then it's going to be tough to say. Check out Ace Out Clothing for your favorite player hats. They have Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, Glaber Torres, among several others. Check the promo code in our podcast link for a discounted rate. What's up, GNT Nation? Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Subscribe to us at Grunt Talks MLB. Once again, that's Grunt Talks MLB. You could also catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now back to the show. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Instagram at Grunt Talks Team. Twitter, Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Again, Instagram, Grunt Talks Team. Twitter, Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Now back to the show. But um, if they do Mac Jones, then it's going to be tough to have Jimmy there. If you do Trey Lance, could you buy it potentially? I guess because like he's more of a project. But it's going to be interesting. I'm going to actually agree with you. I'll give him Mac. You know what? I picked Trey Lance, so I'm going to put Lance there, I guess, because I picked Clinton by mistake, although I actually agree with you. <laughs> Okay. All right. There you go. So number four, um, here's what, you know what, Jules, I'm going to let you go first with this one. Since it's the Falcons, you go first. Okay. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Okay. There you Actually, go. Mm, you know what? Nah, let's give him Kyle Pitts. It's more fun. Okay. Very good. They are interested in Kyle Pitts and have done extensive work. I've tweeted that out a few times, but, uh, I got a crazy trade happening at number four. Okay, let's hear it. And it deals with my team, the Patriots trading up to number four. They're gonna they're going to send the fifteenth pick this year, their second overall pick, which is the forty sixth overall, and a twenty twenty two first round pick to move up to number four from fifteen. And who do they take? Somebody they've been eyeing for a long time. Justin Fields goes to the Patriots at number four. Wow. Wow. Holy, that would be something, brother. Yeah, it's, uh, I just hear it a lot. They like him a lot. Um, they feel that he's a guy that, that brings a different dynamic. So I think, you know what, as they keep talking about it, I think it happens. No, I agree. I agree with that, brother. Um, I, that would really be something. So I'm going to go with, the fifth pick, Bengals, I got to do – you know what? I've heard a lot of things about Jamar Chase and Burrow, but I feel like they really got to protect Burrow. Ah, you know, this is like apples and oranges for me. I'm going to give them Sewell. I'm going to tell you this, brother. I agree 100%. They need to protect him. He tore his ACL last year. They don't want that to happen again. Why not add the best lineman in this year's draft, Panay Sewell, to the uh, Bengals is a done deal, I feel, in my opinion. So we'll go to six as the – Dolphins traded up with the Eagles to go to the sixth overall pick. Dolphins need help on offense. All they got on offense is uh, uh, Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki, and they still need a running back as well. But I will tell you this, they go out and get the best wide receiver in this draft. They get Jamar Chase. They get him. It's it's inevitable. Jamar Chase and Devontae Parker for Tua Tunga-Iloa. It just makes way too much sense for me. I agree with that, too. So, since I'm going to do Jamar Chase also, that's what I'm going to do for the Dolphins. Okay. So, what do you got for the Lions at seven, bro? They got to go Devonta Smith. They need they need a playmaker. That's a, that's a good one. That's an interesting one. I'm going to go a different route. This defense needs a lot of help. And Matt Campbell is a, a defensive-minded guy. What do they need help on the most? They need linebacker help. They go out and get Micah Parsons. 
I agree with you, brother, 100%. That's a very good pick for Carolina. Since they secured the pick with Sam Darnold now, um, I think that's what they should do. I really do. And um, I think that's a good spot for them. Yep. So for pick number eight with the Panthers, the one thing with the Panthers, they got a lot of offensive weapons. They got a pretty good defense. What else do they need? You know what? They need a tight end. So who's the best tight end in this draft? It's Kyle Pitts. What better way to give Sam Darnold another treat than a tight end like Kyle Pitts? It makes too much sense. And the Panthers don't have a playmaking tight end since Greg Olson left. So there you go. Kyle Pitts to the Panthers at eight. Um, yeah, I had, I took Pitts with the Falcons. So I had the, fa- I had the Panthers actually getting Mika Parsons. That's what okay. I did. So, and I, I could have gave them Jalen Waddle too, honestly. I thought about it. That would have been a nice replacement for Curtis Samuel and all that. Um, also, um, Justin Fields, I took to the, I took Justin Fields to the Broncos. Okay. Okay. For the Broncos, for me, I got them going Trey Lance. Obviously, they're going to try to get a quarterback. If they can't trade up, they're going to try to stay at nine. And if they could get at least one of the quarterbacks, I think they will. And Trey Lance will be there for them. So Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good that's a good idea too. And then we'll go to Dallas at number 10. And Dallas needs help on defense all over the place. Their secondaries um really banged up. It's not the best. Well, they go out and address it. They get Patrick Sertan with the 10th overall pick. I agree 100%, brother. That's a match made in heaven. If he's there, they're taking him. Absolutely. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Their, their cornerback duo is going to be Patrick Sertan and uh, Trayvon Diggs, all Alabama Crimson Tide brothers back in the uh, secondary for them. So we go to the Giants now at 11. Brother, what you got? I'm going with Jalen Waddle. I think this is a steal at 11. Um, the Giants seem to want to add more juice to this playmaking thing. Um, and then um, they're going to try to see what's going on with that. Because if they have Galladay, Waddle, and then you have Slayton, and you have Shepard, damn, you're really giving Daniel Jones that shot. And not to mention the fact you're also going to have Rudolph and Evan Ingram in a double tight end set. I mean, Daniel Jones, it's now or never. And like I've said, the one thing I have to tip my hat to the Giants for doing is giving Danny J a chance to succeed. The one thing the Jets did not do for Sam Darnold. Like I said, we did not get a fair evaluation of Darnold fully because they never gave him the right stuff to work with. That's the one thing I will always defend Sam with. But the Giants are doing it properly. Good for them. And if they get Jalen Waddle, oh, man, they're really cooking with gas in that offense. Yeah, I agree 100%, brother. Jalen Waddle to the Giants is inevitable. He's the second. I'm telling you this. He is comparable to Tyreek Hill. And I will say this on draft night. He might, he's got the speed. He's not as quick as Tyreek Hill, but he is equivalent to that in my opinion. So adding Jalen Waddle and somebody like that to that offense makes him more lethal. Jalen Waddle to the giants has been in the, in the books for a long time now. It's, it's inevitable. So going to the Eagles at number 12, they need help on offense that uh, Jalen hurts needs more playmakers. They let go of Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Zach Ertz is about to be out the door. Uh, they need wide receivers. Why not get the uh, reigning uh, Heisman trophy winner, Devonte Smith, number 12 to the Eagles. What a steal that would be. Uh, that would be outrageous. And I'm going to give the Eagles, um, 
they really need a wide receiver, but I think they kind of missed the wave here. But I think, you know what? I'm going to have them reach and get Rashad Bateman because they just need someone. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. So number 13 to the Chargers. Who do you got for us, bro? 13 to the Chargers. You know what? This is an easy one for me. You got to go Rashawn Slater. They need to protect Justin Herbert. Yeah, absolutely right, bro. Northwestern. Yep, I agree, brother. That's what I have too. Rashawn Slater to the Chargers. They need to protect the franchise, which is Justin Herbert, and they will do just that with that pick. So the number 14th overall pick, our buddy old Big Steve is going to like this one. Kirk Cousins needs more protection on that depleted offensive line. They're about to get it. They draft Christian Darasaw at number 14 tackle out of Virginia Tech. I'm going to mirror you on that one, actually. I'm going to do that as well. So good. There we go. So at number 15, um, I have, this is the trade with the Patriots. This is where the Falcons would pick. Now Falcons need help in the secondary and they address it. JC Horn to the Falcons at number 15 corner out of South Carolina. Um, yeah, that's a good pick for you guys, but I'm going to give you one. You're going to like, cause I'm going to have a different scenario. I'm going with Mac Jones to the, Patriots and if it's not Mac Jones maybe it'll be Trey Lance because I don't know how the Jimmy G situation is going to play out still so I'm giving you guys Mac Jones there you go there you go all right 16 Jules Cardinals what do you got for us bro Cardinals I am going to take um Cardinals I'm going to take let's see who am I taking for the Cardinals I'm giving them Jace Horn actually JC Horn Yep, that's a really good pick, too. I like that. They're going to really address the corner situation there. Uh, I got the Cardinals addressing the defensive line, and they add the best defensive lineman in this year's draft, which is Christian Barmore, defensive lineman out of Alabama. They say he's just like Quentin Williams. Wow, that's a, that would be a steal at that pick. Yep, exactly, exactly. So number 17, we got the Raiders. Raiders need help in the secondary. Uh, I can add right now, it just broke a couple uh, minutes ago while we were on here. The Raiders are hosting Carl Joseph for a visit. They did draft him. He's a safety. They're That's hosting right. Him. Yep, for a visit, so he's visiting them. But they're going to address the uh, safety position to go with uh, Abrams, who they have. Um, Trayvon Morig, safety out of TCU. He's the best safety in this year's draft. He's going to Oakland at number 17. Uh, Vegas, forgive me, at number 17. Right. We we do that all the time. It's just a tough thing. I mean, we grow up 25-plus years, the Oakland Raiders. Then they switch on us real quick to Vegas. Still feels weird. So I'm going to have the Vegas Raiders taking um, Walker Little from Stanford because they basically need a whole new line, so they need to start addressing that. Yep, exactly. exactly. Since the whole offensive line was depleted and uh, Trent Brown was traded back to the Patriots and – uh, Rodney Hudson was traded as well to the Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely right, brother. So the Dolphins at number 18, their second first their second first rounder, they need to address the offensive line as well, and they will. They're going to draft Tevin Jenkins, tackle out of Oklahoma State. And may I might add, Tevin Jenkins hasn't allowed a sack since 2017. That's a stat that's unheard of. Tevin Jenkins to the Dolphins, they're getting a stud. And this is a steal at 18, I feel. He's underrated. That would be a very good move for them, 100%, brother. So I'm trying to see what I'm going to do for them. You know what? 
I'm going to give the Dolphins um, – what am I going to give them? They could use some line help too, honestly. Um, let's see. I'm going to give them – I'm actually going to give them a wide receiver though potentially. Actually, no. Nah, we're giving them a tackle. We're going to give them Dylan Ronsons from North Dakota State. Okay. There you go. That's what I like to hear. Okay. All right. So, 19 Washington football team. Jules, start it off first, brother. Washington football team. Well, I thought at one point they were going to be the dry front runners for Sam Darnold. Obviously, it didn't shake out that way. They're going to go Heineke and Fitzpatrick. And now we've heard rumors that Bridgewater could be in there. It's funny you say that, brother, because I got the same exact pick. Jeremiah Awusu. Cora Moa from uh, Notre Dame linebacker. He's very underrated. Could do a lot of things. And that defensive front seven for Washington is is best in the league. And they add one of the best players in this draft to that defense. Rich get richer in that aspect. But uh, moving on to number twenty, this is the <laughs> the Bears. And what could and. Our good friend Stacy, what could go wrong with this pick, right? They need a quarterback. <laughs> Andy Dalton is their quarterback now. He's their savior. No, he's really not. I'm sorry. You guys have Bears fans have to be subjected to stuff like that. You guys need help on the offense, I feel. Anthony Miller's gonna most likely get traded or released. Uh you still have uh Allen Robinson who did sign his uh franchise tag. He'll be with you guys this year. But you guys need more weapons. Okay. You guys are going to go attack it. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota to the Bears. Who did you give the Bears? I gave him Rashad Bateman. All right. You know what? I'm going to follow up in that track and give them uh, – let's give them Elijah Moore. Okay. There you go. There you go. I like that one. All right. 21 uh, Colts. What do you got? Colts, I'm going to do um, – let me see. Colts, I'm going to do – Let's see. I need, I really want, you know, I'm going to give them Terrence Marshall. The Colts need a wide receiver. I like that. I agree 100%. Uh, but with me, I agree that the Colts need a wide receiver, but I'm going with Elijah Moore for them. He's a speed guy. He ran a sub 4 3. He's underrated. And may I add this is that Carson Wentz is going to have plenty of toys to play with. And Elijah Moore is a new one. So definitely Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Ole Miss to the Colts. So we go I like to number, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Number 22, we got the Titans. Titans need help at wide receiver. They just lost, uh, well, they lost their tight end, John Smith, to the Patriots. I have them now. You have their wide receiver, Corey Davis, to the Jets. They need help because A.J. Brown can't do it himself. Well, he can, but they're going to need – Tannehill's going to need more help. They're going to attack it. Terrace Marshall, Jr., out of wide, wide receiver out of LSU, goes to, to uh, Tennessee. It just makes too much sense. Yeah, I agree, brother. That's a good play for them, too. You know, they lose Corey Davis to us, so – that's going to be exciting to see Davis to Wilson now. Um, looking forward to watching that. Uh, I don't know if there's a right wide receiver for them based on how I did this draft. Um, so I'm going to give them – what am I going to give them? You know what? Let's give them a cornerback. We're going to give them Greg Newsom okay. from Northwestern because they could use some help in that secondary. Okay. I, I agree 100%. They do need help in the secondary, too, definitely. All right, so the Jets' second overall J-E-T-S, Jets, our pick for Jamal Adams. Thank you, Jamal. So we will now replace you with um, 
Okay, let's think. Jets, Jets, Jets. What are we going to do for my Jets? You know, we could use an edge. We could. Um, would I take that at 23? I don't know. Now, what am I going to... Rondell Moore is pretty appealing to me, honestly, at 23. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about the interior line, too. But I don't know if anyone here makes sense. There's got to be someone. I'm looking for the guards or something, but they need help in the interior. There's a center, Landon Dickerson. So I'm trying to see what I'm going to do. You know what? I'm going to give us – we need weapons. We're going to draft a quarterback, get us Ronzel Moore, and get him someone to throw to. Yeah, that makes sense. I, it makes sense. It does. I'm going to tell you my pick at number 23 for you guys at the Jets. What's one position you haven't attacked this offseason? Secondary, cornerback. You guys attack it now. Greg Newsom, the second cornerback out of Northwestern. There's your corner. Right. I gave him someone else. That would have been a great pick if I didn't give him someone else. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It's going to be something. But wide receiver or cornerback can't go wrong at number 23. Number 24. We're just about almost done with this uh, mock draft. 24, Steelers. Steelers need help. And here's what I got for them. They're going to attack the offensive line because they really need to protect the quarterbacks. They need to protect Big Ben or whoever it's going to be quarterback. So I'm going to go with Ali J. Vera Tucker tackle out of USC. Okay. You know what? That's a pretty good pick. I might even mirror that because that's what I'm really seeing here. They need line help. They get Juju back. Um, I'm going to give them Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State, though. Okay. There you go. Okay. So, number 25, this is the Jaguars' second first-rounder. What do you got for us, bro? The Jaguars' second first-round pick. Okay. What are we giving the Jaguars? We are going to give the Jags – oh, wait. Oh, yeah, right. We are going to give the Jags – you know what? Let's give them a new toy for Trevor Lawrence, but who? That's the question. We're going to give them a – because Jeff Lawrence, he needs someone to throw the ball to. We can give Kadarius Tony potentially. But I'm going to give them Pat Furma from Penn State. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, you're going to go with him in the first round. That's – that's uh, you know what? Is that too much of a reach? Did I reach I, there? He is the second-rated right. tight end, right? Or is that, was that I, a little bit cockeyed? Let me know. I'll, uh, I'm going to leave it, though, because it's a mock draft. Why not? All <laughs> you right, know, yeah, oh, I'll let all it right. rock. All right. But if yeah. you want to rip me, go ahead. All right. That is a bit of a reach, but you know what? We it is seen, the Jaguars. It, we have seen crazier things happen. So, you know what? That is interesting. So, I'll let you uh, – it does make sense. And if it happens, I'll be like, wow, you know what? I didn't think two tight ends would come off the board in the first round other than Kyle Pitts. But you never know. Anything could happen, bro. So, I'm not going to rip you. I'll be – I'm going to – I'm going to be like, okay, I was a bit, it was cockeyed. It's a, I'm scratching my head a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, uh, Would it be a mock draft if we don't, right? Exactly. Exactly, bro. hundred percent. hundred percent. With the Jaguars, I got them getting Walker a little tackle out of Stanford. They need to protect uh, their new franchise in Trevor Lawrence. So why not better than go with uh, Walker little who's climbing up draft boards. I might add with the okay. net. With, so we got the Browns at number 26. They need to address edge. That's another position I still think they need to work on. Olivier Vernon's still a free agent. Why not? What better way to tag team Garrett, uh, Miles Garrett, with Quiddy Pay out of uh, Michigan edge? 
He's one of the best pass rushers in this uh, uh, draft, and he goes to the Browns. I like that idea. I'm going to give them Jalen Phillips, though. Okay. Jalen Phillips, there you go. He's he's somebody I like, too. He's going to be up there for sure. All right, Jules, got the Ravens at 27. What do you got? We talk about this every time. Every year we do this, we say the same thing, basically, these last two to three years for Baltimore. Where's their wide receiver? They don't haven't drafted properly, really. They get Hollywood Brown, but other than that, it's been a bunch of whiffs, and they haven't they addressed it. the position at all. They did ahead, add – they did – sorry to interrupt you, bro. But, no, you're uh, good. Go ahead. They did add Sammy Watkins, but what does that do? We know how that story is about to play yep. out. If they're lucky, they'll have him when they need him in crunch time, and that would help, but they're going to have to cross their fingers that that's even a thing. Yep. So, Kadarius Tony is who I'm giving them because they need a wide receiver. Brother, I agree with you 100%. Kadarius Tony is a guy who not a lot of people are talking about. He's fast. He catches balls. Anywhere. He's got a great catch radius. You can line him up in the slot, line him up outside, line him up anywhere. He's perfect for this offense. Kadarius Tony, definitely. So we go to pick number 28, the Saints. Saints have no cap space, but they got a lot of holes. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And this player fell because of his injuries, but he's still up on the board. And the fact that he's still here, I think it's a steal. The Saints are going to attack the secondary, and they're going to go Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. And the only reason I have him falling to the end of the first round is because of his injuries. Yeah, that's a good point, brother. That's a very good point. For the Saints, I'm going to go with um, the Saints. Um, Who am I giving the Saints? I'm back, I think. So, who am I going to give the Saints? Um, let's see. They could use – they they had to clear out basically their whole team because of the cap. So, they could probably use some help on defense, I would guess. I'm going to give them a steal at this point. I don't even know how he's still there. I'm going to give them Christian Barrymore. Okay. There you go. That's a good pick add to the defensive line, definitely. All right. So, we got the uh, Packers. Packers at 29. What do you got? You know what? You we I'm so the Packers you would think would draft a wide receiver, but at this point, I don't even trust them to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna actually give them well, I had someone set up. I'm gonna give them you know what? I'm gonna give them Caleb Farley. Okay. There you go. I'd like that. I think they attack secondary as well. Their secondary was not as good last year other than Jair Alexander. They're going to attack it. They're going to get Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback out of Florida State. I like that pick too, brother. The Bill. Now, what, what are we feeling with the Bills? All right. For the Bills, they, st- they, they don't have many holes, but I think they need to attack the edge a little bit more. I agree. I'm going to give them Aziz Ojulari, edge out of Georgia. Okay, I'm going to give them Pay. Okay, I like that. I like that. The last two picks. Jules, I'm going to let you go with Kansas City since you picked them in the Super Bowl. Okay, I guess that's my squad now, even though they let me down big time, obviously. I'm going to give them Alvera Tucker from USC. Okay, 
I'm going to tell you who I got the Chiefs taking. They're going to definitely take offensive line. They're going to go Dylan Raddins, tackle out of North Dakota State. And to end this mock draft, the champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't really have many holes, but they're going to attack the offensive line to protect the, the GOAT. They're going to get Samuel Cosme, tackle out of Texas. Oh, Samuel Cosby. Yes, Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's too funny. Um, What's it called? Um, Okay. Let me. So now, who am I going to give the Bucks? You know, the Bucks are so stacked. Like, I could also just give them the best player available. I would develop a hole on this team. Uh, Who's the best on this board? You know what? I'm going to give them another edge rusher because why not, I guess. Actually, you know what? No, they're they're taking Asante Samuel Jr. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Their second, their corners aren't the best, so they could definitely add there for sure. So, brother, that was our second mock draft. As we all know, Julian and I will do a mock draft every week until the draft, and we will post it. We'll have our final mock draft in the next two weeks. And, brother, you know what? I think we have some big news to break. So, you know what? I'm going to let you break the news. All right, so Bobby set this up, but I'll break it anyway. Um, the Chargers running back, Austin Eckler, will be coming on our podcast next Friday for a 20-minute interview. Austin Eckler, yes, top 10 running back, absolute savage in the past game and the running game as well. Obviously, dual threat, fantastic running back, great person as well. We're so excited that he was able to do this. This is huge. We're really looking forward to this. Can't wait to give everyone that great content. Also, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get some fan quest- a fan question in there if we can yes yes. we want to get everyone involved as always so we're really looking forward to i'm excited when you told me yesterday before i was walking into the game i was going crazy um really still can't believe it's a week from tomorrow um we're getting a pro running back in the podcast look how far we've come yeah brother yeah we made it happen (laughs) there was an opportunity to try to make it work out and i had to uh try to do the best i could and try to come through for us as a whole and we did that finally we got Austin Eckler, this is huge. We're excited for him. And like we said, Julian and I will post this next week. We're going to to end the show. We will have we will pick one fan question from you guys. Together we'll pick we will post that fans could ask a question. We'll pick the best one and we will ask them for you and we'll post it for you. So we're excited for that. Can't wait for it. So, brother, I think we've exhausted everything. Uh, one thing I will add before we get going and end it is that I do want to remind everybody, as I did earlier in the show, that Julian and I do have the draft show in three weeks from tonight. At this time, it's 925 right now. We will be at the restaurant here in Tampa at the Kona Grill. If you're in this area, please come on by. We will talk to you after the show. Before the show, we'll talk to you. We want everybody there. We're going to have a fun time. Food, drinks, and most importantly, football. So, brother, let's end it the way we know how. All right, everyone follow us the GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. That's the podcast, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Grunt Talks, GT Sports, website, Grunt Talks MLB. Our Twitter is Grunt Talks MLB. Of course, we have Grunt Talks NFL as well. Instagram, Grunt Talks Team. Personal Twitter, Julian Gilardi1. Personal Instagram, Julian Gilardi11. Brother, take it away. Thank you, brother. My personal Instagram is btoms81. Personal Instagram, Bobby Thompson 81 I think I said that wrong. Personal Twitter is btoms81. Personal Instagram is bobbythompson81. Everybody can check our content exclusively at the newly renovated 
GrunttalksMLB.com. Thank you, as always, so much, everybody. We're going to be back next week. we got some baseball show next week to talk about a lot with that. Brother, always a pleasure. I love you to death, and we'll be talking. 100%. Let's get it. Cone the grill, three weeks. Let's go. Draft day. Everyone come down. Tampa, Florida. We're getting everything ready. We're going to have it all going. Food, drinks, football, Florida, fun, family, friends. Let's do it. Let's do it. 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, three weeks from today. Let's go. Let's do it.